that's how I know how Jason Hook's office looks like. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, a podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less. In Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. Dan, I had the weirdest Zoom call in my life today. Did you? I did. Do tell. Uh, well, I can't. Oh, don't tell. I, I, I basically told you what I could tell you. Yes. But basically, um, I did a thing, and it was in conjunction with uh, some uh, heavy hitters, I would say. Huh. You could call them that. Uh-huh. And uh, it may or may not be something that people will be able to watch later on in the future. Cryptic, but I like it. Watching is a component of this. It is. Uh-huh. Hopefully. Uh-huh. It's not like a radio play. Okay. All right. Wouldn't that be something? It would. Big news and pictures these days. That's right. But it's not that. It's anyway, something you watch. It's not. Uh-huh. Uh, but it, yeah, it was cool. And I got to have some conversations with cool people That's good. and play some, play some guitar, All right, good. some stuff. So there you go. Awesome. How about you? Now we're not streaming this because reasons. Um, but for those of you who can't see what I'm seeing, <laughs> Dan basically looks like he is podcasting from the kill room, yeah. uh, in an episode of Dexter. Yeah. Essentially. So do tell what's that all and about. That's what it feels like. So, um, um, I actually kind of have a topic to that that this that this rolls into. So maybe we'll cover your kind of our weeks and then and then go into that. But the shorter version is I have a um a plumbing uh the word catastrophe is coming to mind that uh okay. we're dealing with in the house here. So yeah, what Adam right. sees behind me and nobody else sees right now because we're not streaming this is uh, a curtain of plastic down behind me that is um, meant to catch debris from the massive hole in the wall that went into my office wall behind me here. So, ouch! Yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting. So yeah, Dan was like, "You, we have to get this coordinated just right because I have to leave the Airbnb that my family is staying in right. because we aren't actually living in our house right, right. now." Right. Right. Which is uh. I can relate to because we had that very situation happen yeah. um, earlier in the summer when we had the the flooring redone yeah. in our house. Yeah. Yes. Wow, good times, man. Yes. It's exciting. So let's see. Uh, things that have been going on in my world besides weird Zoom calls. Um, been rearranging the, uh, the space down here. Um, Trying to get some things hammered out as far as gigs go. It looks like some stuff that was happening is not happening. And mm. I'm trying to just be very open-minded, very open-handed, very abundance mindset about things slipping away. And, and that slipping um, away is a function of the changing pandemic situation? Not necessarily, okay. but it could be one of those things where it's like a happy accident where these things aren't happening anyway right. or what have you. But um, just a couple of things that uh, were in the running that are no longer in the running I see. for reasons. I, see. I don't have any specifics. It was a lot of those. We've decided to go in a different direction. Well, fair enough. Emails, you know. Fair enough. So yeah. Um, other than that, it's been prep for uh, our road show tomorrow. So we are uh, members only is hitting the road and playing in Kingsport, Tennessee tomorrow night. Awesome. It is our first show uh, in a year. Wow. Which feels wild. Yeah. Now, it's not the first time everybody in the band has played together in a year. Um, for those of you who've been keeping score, um, me, Chris, and Nathan, our drummer uh, and bass player, did like a trio gig uh, earlier in February at that crazy uh, dinosaur museum where we played under the dinosaurs. Yeah. Uh, and that was fun. But this is like, this is a the, the first gig back with the new front of house rig, with the new Ableton rig, like a lot of moving parts that are new. Good. Um, 
And so it could be great or it could be a disaster. And uh, I will say that we had our second of two rehearsals, or th- I'm sorry, our third rehearsal uh, last night, and it did not go well. Ooh, what happened? Um, a couple of things. Uh, you know, rehearsals are are where you go to, um, you know, fix things that are not working. Sure. Um, not necessarily to learn things. You you come in prepared. For yes. Them. But what we were running into is that the uh, the tracks in the Ableton session weren't necessarily um, a one to one match to what we were accustomed to, uh-huh. um, and some things that were supposed to be mapped in transitions didn't quite work. There was a lot of tweaking there. Um, the big the bigger issue of why it didn't necessarily go as well as it did previously is our our guitar player went to uh, Montana on vacation and left his phone there, so he could not come. And so it was then my responsibility to play guitar for all of the music, mm-hmm. which I don't normally do. And, uh, you know, after doing the all of the guitar stuff I've done over the past 48 hours, it was like, man, I'm not really good at this because <laughs> I didn't have time to prepare. Yeah. Um, it's normally like next month, a, a month from now, if it if it happens, I'm doing a we're doing a four piece where I am the only guitar player. But by then I will have time to have prepared right. and worked on these things. Right. Uh, I didn't have that this time. Gotcha. But you know how people say when, you know, if if rehearsal goes bad before a show, it usually means the show will go well. They do say that. It does give you the um the edge, as they say. Well, it puts the fear of God into you. you you're paying really close attention at the show. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in anticipation of that, I bought two cases of liquid death carbonated water. Excellent to to drink on stage. Um, so because I'm going to need my wits about me. You are. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, other than that, it's just um, getting ready to pack a bunch of crap up and put it in a car and drive. And that's it. Cool. All right. Well, I played the first um, trivia night at the Lexington Cider Shop. I've been playing at the Greensboro one every other Wednesday for um, a couple couple months now. It's been huge, like yep. very very popular there. Gangbusters, they say. Yeah, they do say that and enough uh, enough so that they wanted to put me at the Lexington one, and we did okay. Right. You know, en- enough people in the place that it felt like there was something happening. Um, not packed to the gills like the Greensboro one, but there's more space in there. It's a little more spaced out, and and and, and frankly, the energy of it was really different with tables being separate and people not being crammed in on top of each other. So right. um, it, was, it was an interesting thing to just note about that space. It feels different just from the physical setup. Sure. Um, the other thing that's kind of going on there is I'm a little bit being pulled into some um, – there's a little bit of a conversation happening among the ownership there about mm-hmm. whether music in general is worth it. Hmm. And um, the manager who's booking me obviously is arguing that it is. Uh, but as he and I have said, you know, he's had some – Friday night, uh, you know, 20 year old girl with a guitar things that just haven't, you know, they've been sincere, but <laughs> haven't, not haven't turned entertaining. into, yeah, not really it turned into anything. So it takes, yeah. it takes somebody of, you know, a certain caliber of performer that can hold a room like that because it wants to be all over the place. It's a, it's a bar room yeah. and your, your wallpaper, but you gotta be good wallpaper. Yeah. Um, so they're having that conversation and, and in Lexington last night I did meet, the owner that he's having that conversation with, he he and his girlfriend who have been questioning um, sat at the very frontmost table and were totally engaged the whole time through, fully into it, singing along with me, like all the way right with me the whole way through. Yeah. So one way or another, no matter what they do with music in general, I'm 
I, I'm pretty sure they're all in on me. Um, that's good. Yeah, it is. And it, and it's, um, it, it is good. It's a, it, it would be a bummer to lose music generally there. It's, it, it could be sure. a really great venue if, if, um, if some things broke right, but, but, um, yeah, it's hard, hard, hard to know one way or another. I certainly have a trivia gig for life <laughs> as long as, as long as, as long as they're, they're there. And in fact, the owner, um, I, I heard this secondhand, but he and the, he and the manager were talking about, I wonder if Dan would fly down to Florida and play at our place down there. I don't know. I might. Maybe. It's w- worth a conversation anyway. Um, yeah. I mean, I think if you could set it up in a way where like it's worth your while yeah. and it could, maybe they can, you know, you can make a little bit of a, a family vacay situation. Out right. Of it right. 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 Interesting. Of course, right now looking at, um, I mean, we just have to we just have to be out ahead of it here for the first time in the history of it. I, I'm not yeah. going to Florida right now. Yeah, we just got back from Florida, oh, but yeah. well, you know, we we were very much like in our little cocoon, right? Yeah. But yeah. I I didn't get a chance to tell you guys this. Um, when we were out, we got a notification that um, like, hey, um, your uh, six year old's camp is uh is shut down for the week because we had a positive case <sighs> come in. Uh, so keep an eye on him. He's probably fine, yeah. but. Uh, you can't bring him back until Tuesday, the following Tuesday at 9 a.m. Mm. So we had to uh, keep our little guy uh, home on Monday yeah. for reasons. He was he was perfectly fine. Sure, and, sure. You know, n- nothing else went down. But um, we went out to dinner this evening, and the restaurant was like, "You have to, if you are seated inside, you have to have a mask on. Like in between bites, you need to have a mask on." Wow. All right. Like it got. You know, our, our state is not necessarily going that route, but um, due to the weirdness of this new strain and the, um, I guess, the fear of breakthrough cases for those yeah. who are vaccinated, some yeah. of this stuff is kind of getting re-restricted. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be um, really interesting to see if it goes all the way. At, um, for sure. Hope not, but also hope that we follow the science. Yeah. I've got a handful of gigs that could potentially just not happen. Right because they are indoor gigs uh, within the next, I don't know, 60 days. Yeah. So we'll just have to see. We'll just have um, to see. Yeah. And, and, you know, we've, that, we've, we've been here before. We've been on the cusp of it. Last time we were laughing about it. I don't think we're laughing so much this time. Yeah. I, I, I'm taking this deathly serious. Yeah. But I think what I have learned is that through the other things that we have done over the past 14, 16 months, yeah. like, it'll be fine. Oh, it'll be fine. It'll be it. It'll be fun to get back out there and and do shows and stuff. But if we have to wait a little while longer, I got I got stuff to fill my yeah. It'll be fun. Fill my my card. It'll be fine. So yeah. So that's um that's really it right. for me right now. Nothing else is moving. Um, just trying to get a couple dates locked down, and you know we're we're booked through October pretty solidly. That's good. And uh, we'll see how the rest of the year goes. All right. Cool. All right. You have like you have been really. You've been anchoring this show the past couple of couple of weeks. <laughs> All right. Well, you, you've been the one that's coming in with the uh, with the hotness, with the, uh, with the, the real the hot hard takes. hitting. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, I have a I have I have a story to tell here about this house uh, situation that this doesn't seem house. like it has anything to do with music or playing in bands, but it, in fact, at the end of the day, there is a a moral to the story that is um, crucial to anyone who's up to anything. I think, including those of us who are up to having music careers. So. We've had in this house a little, little tiny basement, 
trickle of water, uh, just kind of running across the floor of our unfinished basement and, uh, up in the, in the ground floor bathroom behind a wall somewhere here, you kind of hear Mm. Right. And it just was a little trickle. It was, it was, we knew we needed to deal with it, but we also knew it was like way back in the way behind a wall somewhere and like really was going to take something. So I will confess, we kind of hit our eyes from it for a while. And then about a week ago, it wasn't going, it was going, and it was uh, much more than a trickle on the basement floor all of a sudden. And we got a contractor in who opened up the basement wall that it was behind and discovered a very severely leaking pipe that was like contract contractor called it a crawl space, but God help you if you're going to crawl up. And there's like, it was like a 90 screensaver up in there. It's like, there's no room for anything. Wow. And, um, and, but with a flashlight, you could see water just coming out hard out of this thing. And so, um, I got a referral for a plumber. Plumber came out, looked at that and said, well, there's no way we can humanly get a person into that to fix that. We're going to have yeah. to go through the floor in the, in the, the, that bathroom to, to get to that. Right. And he said, here's the deal. This house, this house was built in 1890. The plumbing that I see is an accumulation of many generations of professional and amateur plumbing. Um, and here's the deal for $6,000, I can fix this leak or for 13, I can replumb the whole house and get you out of the leaking business for the rest of the life of the house. Yeah. So we're going the 13 route. And, yeah. um, as we talked it through, you know, the contractor who helped cut the hole and helped first understand the problem, we got some other stuff we want to do with him. We like him a lot. So the, the agreement we came to was they would come open up walls and floors and ceilings and stuff and fix all the plumbing and then leave it. And our contractor would come and close things up and do some other finished work that we want to get done and things would be generally yeah. good. And I did open a home equity line of credit to cover this whole yes. mess. Um, Very good. Plumbers get here. What day is today even? I'm totally lost. Yesterday. Today's Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Got here Got here Wednesday morning. And they walked in and they looked around and they said, well, where are the holes? And we said, holes, you're, you're cutting the holes. And they said, no, your contractor is supposed to come cut the holes. This is not, this is not our understanding. And I pulled up the quote and the quote literally says, this quote is for our builder to come cut holes. At, like the, it's clear what the, the deal was. Yes. And so we got on the scope of the scope of work was, was clear in, in writing. Crystal clear. Could not be argued. Got it. Got on the phone with the quarter guy said, look, you know, it's clear, clearly some, uh, here's what the contract says. He said, no, no, no. But you got to understand it in context. We had the conversation about how your contractor was the one best one to open up the holes. Like your contractor was the best. That was what we said on the back porch as we were talking about this. And none of us remembered that scope of work clearly doesn't say that. And he's trying to argue with my wife about this. Um, at which point I took the phone from her and, um, I mean, you know me, I'm a pretty laid back guy, pretty, you know, amenable in a conflict, trying to find the, um, I went straight ham on this dude. I went full Karen. I left my body at one point. Um, I opened with, we're canceling. I want my deposit back. We're not doing this. Um, and he calmed me down. It was a little bit strategic, but also a little bit just a reaction on my part. Sure. Um, and said he'd get back to me in a minute and hung up, presumably called his boss, called me back and said, all right, look, we're going to, we're going to come through for you, man. We're going to, we're going to eat it. We're going to make it right. And I, I, in that moment, let him have, we're going to eat it. We're going to eat it. We're going to be the, we're going to be the good guys. We're <laughs> right. Coming through for this unreasonable customer. Right, 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 right. You know, he was doing what I needed him to do. So I didn't. I didn't argue with that. Um, 
And they did cut open this with why there are now holes all over my house because those guys who were contracted to do that are doing what they're contracted to do. So that's all fine. Um, Here's the lesson. Here's the lesson. There is this magic word that if you know that it's a magic word and you live like it's a magic word will alter how it goes in your band and in your relationships and in your life. The magic word is oops. <laughs> okay. Yes, please unpack this. I want to I want to hear yeah. I, I want I want you to take me on the journey that you're that that you're Yeah, trying no, to get you can hear through. the yeah, the magic word is oops. Cuz if he had said to me, "Wow, look, you are absolutely right. That copy that describes the scope of work is written one way and then the line items that totaled it's something else." And I was confused and I I, I misquoted it. I I'm going to have to requote this and get back to you. I I had that conversation. Like I understand that. I've written up I've written quotes in my life. I get it. Yeah. Right? If it had been like, look, wow, my mistake, clearly, let me solve this. Yeah. He'd have gotten paid the difference. Right? But instead, because he had it have to be my fault. Right, right, right. My, oh no, you misunderstood. Right? Now he's the one eating it because he because oops isn't in his vocabulary for him. Oops, like just owning your mistake is like God, it's just magic. It just it just alters everything. Yeah. So I've known that for a long time. I've tried with mixed success in my life to live like oops is a magic word. But like, I'm just really, I'm really in the, in the moment of this, like this dude probably could have gotten another eight grand out of me. For sure. You know, Um, just, just by adjusting his attitude. Yeah. And his approach. Yeah. It is pretty wild. Um, as a person who has a very hard time doing that myself, yeah, like accepting responsibility and and not deflecting, because that is something that I I, I am ugh, mm. I hated. It. One of those things in me that I just absolutely loathe. Yeah. Uh, but you are you are a hundred percent right because if somebody comes at you with any level of conflict or animosity or uh, disagreeance it immediately diffuses the situation because they're going there is something that isn't working here and you go that's correct yeah i agree yep and then they go oh well well suddenly yeah you're in a conversation to solve it all of a sudden yeah instead of like you know you facing the other person you like oh no we're like on the same side let's look at this together yeah let's see what we can do wow oops yeah, it was it was a thing I always watched my dad do. He was the master at this. Like when he needed when he needed something like reservation got screwed up or something, he yeah. always opened with like, "Wow, I have really messed this up. I'm really hoping you can help me out here." And it just it like it wasn't even a manipulation. Like he was so sincere about it. He and it, and it just always got people on his side and people working to help him. Like every time. But, but again, that's one of those like mental judo genius things <laughs> yeah. because it is so. It's just, that's not my, um, that's not my thought process is that if somebody screws something up or something isn't the way I expected it to be, I immediately want to put it on them. Right. But the, the mindset of, okay, I'm going to make this my fault to remove the tension in the interaction. Yeah. And that doing that could potentially incentivize the person who absolutely has no reason to help you yeah 
help you. Well, listen, there's even a huge difference between, wow, we've had a misunderstanding and boy, I think I misunderstood something. Yeah. Right. The, the, I've started. It's not even your fault. I've been doing that it's just at work like, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like when things are, like, if somebody's like, did you just say this? And I wanted to be like, well, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> and you didn't explain it that way. I, I will go, you know, it may, it, it seems like I may have misunderstood what you would ask, what you were asking. Could you please? Yeah. Let me, let me see if I understand what you're saying. And then I'm like, are you saying da, 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 da? Yeah. And they're like, no, I said, har, 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 har. and then, you know, then you work it out. Yeah. At least you're having a conversation then. You're not having a fight. I feel like I'm making, I'm doing a lot of voices tonight. Mm, th- I like them. It's been a lot of them. No, I like them. We need some cookie monster in there. Little, uh, <laughs> I, no, I got it. I, I got nothing. That's not going to happen. Maybe another uh, light sky citrus wheat and, you know. That'll help. I'll break it out. That'll help. Anyway, point is, the magic word is oops. I can't take credit for that. That came out of the Expanse novels, um, which are brilliant in a lot of ways, including I read that line. There's a character who's a, so it's kind of one of her mantras. And I was like, oh, God, yeah. Oops is a magic word. Absolutely right. I love that. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully in our line of work, you, you don't have to say oops very often, but just as a general business tactic yeah. in, in, in life, that's yeah. like, that's genius. Yeah. Because like I said, I don't do that very well. And there's been so many times where, you know, in relationships and mm-hmm. uh, in customer service interactions with companies that like, yeah, I, I'm very, I'm not necessarily confrontational, but I... I will tow a certain line. My problem is, is that I worked for a company that at the time would move literal heaven and earth to make customers happy. Mm. When I worked for Apple, we did crazy stuff yeah. because we had the latitude to do so. Here's, I'll tell you, I'll tell one story. This is the craziest thing that I've ever seen anybody do. We had, it was a product launch. It was one of the iPhones or yeah, it was one of the iPhones and when we did those, it was like a whole thing because people wait in line and yeah. we have to get security and off-duty police officers and all, all that kind of thing. So, you know, we just got kind of accustomed to having extra bodies in the store when we did that. And one year we had, it, guy was an off-duty cop and immediately it was just kind of like, he just had a vibe and everybody was kind of like, he just, he felt like one of us, mm. you know? Um, and it turned out like, you know, we hung out with him basically the entire day because he was there doing what he was doing. And um, over the course of the day, we found out that he was a um, he was a, a former military guy. I don't know if his army of Marines or whatever um, did a deployment in Afghanistan and came back and now was in the police force. And he's like, hold on one second. I want to show you guys something. This is the craziest thing. And he goes to his car and he comes back. This is after like his shift is done. He's still hanging out mm. at the Apple store. Uh, he comes back with an uh, with a MacBook Pro, a 15-inch MacBook Pro with no display. Hmm. And he goes, this was in my, uh, in my bunk, and it was hit by a mortar. Wow. And it blew the display off. But check this out. And he goes into the genius room, which is where all the repairs and stuff done, and he plugs the, he plugs a display adapter into it, and it, it, it opens up. Yeah. So the computer w- runs perfectly just without a display. Yeah. So our manager, who had apparently just been smitten with this guy from the drop, goes and gives him a brand new top of the line, like the most expensive MacBook Pro we sell in the store and just gives it to him. Mm. That is the level of customer service that I expect. So 
when you know somebody's like, no, this ain't my problem. I was like, nah, maybe it is your problem yeah, just a well. little bit. So that's definitely a weak spot. So I I like that. I like that. That's a good lesson. There you go. It's a lesson that I could use. Okay, good. Big time. Good. It has nothing to do with music except that it has everything to do with music. Well, but here's the thing. Music, we're not necessarily a music podcast. No, for we? sure. No. Yeah, no. No. It has everything to do with business and relationships and yeah. And if you want to work as a musician, you have to be a good person <laughs> yeah, to be around. It's true. You have to be a good person in your business operations. So yeah. this is absolutely important. Yeah. Yeah. So- Oops is magic word. There you go. Love it. There you go. Love it. All right. That thus endeth the sermon. Love it. I'm totally on board with this. All right, good. Another flawless episode. Hey, what can you say? I mean, this is like 160 something in a row. When you hit them out of the park, man, you hit them out of the park. That's that's what it comes down to. Yeah, when you're socking the zingers, you know, they just they just zing. That's what yeah, they do. Yeah. Uh folks, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm feeling good about this. I think we can wrap this up. Me too. Um, on the YouTube channel, you will be seeing a video uh, explaining members only's all new decked out uh, front of house rig. Our uh, MD Chris did like all of the zhuzhing and the cable managements and it is like so clean and, and delicious. And I was hoping, I was waiting on a piece of gear to come in this evening uh, to wrap it all up and it doesn't fit. <laughs> so it's just going to have to go onto YouTube and it's, incomplete form uh because that is how showbiz works you yep. guys yep we're just going to show you how the sausage is made um so hopefully when i come back i'll have a post gig wrap up of uh some fun stuff and some travel and some other things and we'll have some more stuff to talk about maybe i can talk about that zoom call i was on yeah excellent all right guys thanks so much for tuning in once again i would tell you what to do but adam moskowitz one of our patrons did such a much better job of it. And while we're at it, let me just shout out all of our patrons currently. Uh, Adam Oskowitz, Adam Reynolds, Dave Turnage, who's one of our new guys, uh, Mike Schulte, of course, and Tom B. Thank you guys so much for your support. Uh, they are getting all sorts of just gems, absolute just gold raining from the heavens on the Cover Band Confidential exclusive Slack channel. It's been for five really bucks fun. A month. Last, last week or so has been really fun. Oh my gosh, channel, yeah. we have had so many fun conversations. Yeah. Really, it was mostly about red dress, but there were some other like important things too. Oh my God, red dress. Yeah, you should look up red dress. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you should look up, just go on YouTube, search red dress. Uh, you will be disappointed, uh, but you won't be disappointed. Yeah. I think that tracks. I think so. Or it will after you watch red dress. Yes. Actually, that's the challenge. If you are a working musician with any sense of musicality, if you can listen to Red Dress from beginning to end, email us at coverbandconfidential@gmail.com. We will come up with some sort of reward yeah, for that. I have not been able to. Otherwise, we'll let Adam take it away. Guys, thanks again for your support from uh, from. Can we read? Nope. You know what? Don't don't re don't to cut this out. Keep it Leave in. it. Keep it. In. This is how this is how podcasts are made oops is the magic word oops is, god it's so good so good i love it there you go from atlanta georgia i'm adam johnson from greensboro north carolina dan ray you have been listening to the cover band confidential podcast for the week of july 30th 2021 have a great week 
And that's how you rock more and suck less. Hey listener, this is Adam Moskowitz of the Van Band out of South Florida. Yes, another Adam. Adams are taking over the cover band scene. Get used to it. Sorry, Dan. On behalf of Cover Band Confidential, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Now I know you want to support this cast, so this is how you do it. You subscribe, you leave a five-star review, you share this episode with your musician friends, and you throw a screenshot on your story. And you go ahead and you follow the podcast on all their socials. You got Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all of them. These gentlemen, Adam Johnson of Members Only and Dan Ray of the Clinky Lincolns, have graciously given us vast amounts of great content. So as a thank you, go ahead and send them some green energy on their Patreon page. For real, send them some digital coins. And when you do that, you'll get access to the Slack back channel, which is just musicians and band leaders chatting about the craft of being in a performing cover band. Who wins? The losses. The behind the scenes goodness. If you play at least once a month for money, all I'm saying is break off a few bucks for your favorite podcast that you always listen to. Any questions, comments, hit up the Facebook group, send a text or voicemail to their hotline. That's 404-491-0910. You can also email coverbandconfidential at gmail.com. If you'd like, you can find my band on Instagram, Facebook, at VAMBAND. That's V-A-M BAND. Do it. Seriously, I want to see that CBC bump. Or you can find everything you need at VAMBAND.com. We started in 2019. We play funk, pop, soul, R&B, Motown in Southeast Florida. I play guitar and backup vocals at Adam Moskowitz Music on IG. Also follow the CBC host on IG. That's at Adam Patrick Johnson and at Dan Ray Musician. Or visit coverbandconfidential.com for all the goods. I'm going to go ahead and call it for Adam Moskowitz in Boca Raton, Florida. That was your outro bumper on Cover Band Confidential. Always be performing! (laughs) 